0: How many of you are excited about the things that God is doing in the earth? Amen. I'm excited. My spirit is stirred even just this morning. As I've been studying this week, my spirit was stirred. But just this morning, God is stirring my spirit because God is still on his throne. He's still moving. He's still doing the work regardless of, I'm not talking about excited about what man is doing because we all not excited about that, but we are still standing firm on the foundation of Jesus Christ with our spirit stirred because God is still doing a new thing and God is still working. He's still orchestrating. His will is still being is still going forth and guess what he will use you and I as long as we are willing. Are you willing this morning? Hallelujah. Let's just open in prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, um, for this moment. We surrender our lives to you once again today. And we live for this moment in your presence. For tomorrow is not promised. We thank you, Lord, for Phyllis and the, the glory of God that you've shown through her life. We sit at your feet jesus and we ask that you would speak to us and what we hear lord may we have the courage and the perseverance to obey we love you so much in jesus name amen like i said i was on the big island i had an op- the opportunity to attend a celebration of life for a cousin of mine he was 33 years old, young he died suddenly um, cause of death unknown. Um, no, no, and you know, people have all these questions. I mean, there was no sign of substance abuse, no sign of mental illness, no sign of depression. And he left behind his one-year-old daughter. And he was an only child that was raised by my, um, one of my five or six uncles. And you know, I, I got the opportunity to, alongside another pastor in the Big Island, to share the gospel. And, um, and my uncle received Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. And many people that day professed Jesus as their Lord and accepted Jesus to be in their heart. They confessed with their mouth. I heard it with my, my own ears. And, and to, to God be the glory, amen. And, you know, you, you go to something like that and, and time just stands still for a second. And, and you meditate and it causes you to pause, doesn't it, when, when we go through situations like this. And, and, and you just have so many questions. And the Lord reminded me that, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions that we have. And it's all right to ask him the questions. It's all right to be disappointed, frustrated, upset. The Lord can handle that. And you give, it, you give these things to the Lord, but at the end of the day, there are many questions that are not going to be able to be answered on this side of heaven. And that's where faith kicks in. Amen? Amen. It's a hard place to be. And I, I look around this room and I see many he, people that are here that um, they're not necessarily new to the faith. You've been here a while. You've journeyed with God. Amen. And um, I just want to encourage you this morning. The Lord wants me to encourage you as he's encouraged me this weekend. That though the rain may come. You see how God is working? Though the rain come down, my notes say. And the waters rise. Though the winds blow. We will not be shaken. Somebody say, I will, not be I will not be shaken. That is found in Matthew. It was when Jesus was talking to the crowd. And he was actually talking to the crowd and um, reminding them that there's, there's a, a, a second part to that. We will not be shaken, right? Because you hear the word of the Lord and you put it into practice. And this is a people, I believe, this is a a group of people that the Lord is pushing into deep waters. The Lord wants to deepen your faith. This word is for the mature Christians that that God is moving to a new level. Turn with me to Psalm 16, verses 5 through 8. this let this scripture minister to you this morning it says the Lord is my chosen portion I believe the people that are sitting here today you have chosen today whom you will serve and it is very evident by the fruit of your life that you choose Christ to be your Lord and Savior the Lord is my portion and my cup you hold my lot who holds your future the Lord holds your future. Your job doesn't hold your future. Your spouse doesn't hold your future. Your business doesn't hold your future. The Lord holds your future. This is a, a um, just a, a declaration even. May it minister to you, but may this be your declaration. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Do you know that you can be... Um, working for the county of Maui and everybody got to get the vaccine but somehow there might be favor over your life and you you still go on keep on working. Right. Amen. Not miss one paycheck. Why? Because the lines have fallen in pleasant places. We are children of the most high God. We have favor that other people otherwise do not have. Amen. Amen. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. It is God who gives you counsel. In the night also, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Say it again I will not be shaken. Come on somebody get stirred seems to me that many of us we've had the opportunity catch that word now for our faith to grow for our faith to be tested for our faith to be tried for our faith to be stretched and in the um, or for our faith to be founded when I was in the big island last week my uncle had the opportunity for his faith to be founded thank you Jesus do you see how God can make a, a tragedy situation and still show up and he can still have glory hallelujah there's hope in Jesus Christ amen, amen. this is what Hebrews 12 28 says therefore let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom That cannot be shaken. And thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Come on, can I tell you that in this hour, collectively and individually in your journey, our greatest weapon is worship. Have you heard that song from Natalie Grant? Weapon. Her greatest weapon is worship. You got to find it and listen to it. It's going to minister to you. Our greatest defense against the enemy is to elevate the name of Jesus. To elevate how good he's been to you. And how much he's done for us. That needs to continually be on our lips. It says, let us be grateful. This is the will of God. Give thanks in everything. For this is the will of God concerning you and me. Amen. I promise you it's going to push back the darkness. And you know. We know that God is not unaware of the state of our country. We know that. I'm talking to heroes of the faith here. I'm humbled, actually, to stand before you. We know that God is not unaware. But yet, sometimes we're like, God, where, where are you? But where are you? And I'll tell you where he is. He's continuing to move. He's continuing to direct. He's continuing to orchestrate His will on the earth, regardless of man, man's circumstances, and the choice, the the um, the choices that man made, and the result of their choices. He's still continuing to work. And this is what He told. This is what the Lord told me. He said, "The thing that's going to set the thing that sets His people apart." His people, that's you and I, apart in the middle of a global mess, as difficult as it might be, is that the people of God are less moved by the natural circumstances that flare up. Let me finish. That flare up and down. And when those things flare up and down, they're more motivated To seek God about the unseen things that are taking place. The people of God are people of faith. The people of God are the people that says what is impossible with man, right Phyllis? Is possible with God. And that is exactly why I'm standing here today. Amen? That's what you told them. My God does not fail and so what is the story what is the story on our lips I encourage you this morning that the story you tell is more about the goodness of God and more about the the glory of God in your lives and the things that he's doing in your lives rather than the things that are going on in the world we are people of faith and you know what it takes maturity to see past our circumstances and still say, God is good. Still say, He's faithful. He's not done with my story. He can be trusted. Either you trust Him or you don't. I stand here today because I believe. On my own I took I grew up in the church but today I stand here because I believe this word for myself I believe it's true God can be trusted God wants to deepen your faith and you know this is what 1st Corinthians 2 verses 9 through 10 says And the Lord gave me the scripture because he knows who I'm talking to. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive what God has prepared for those that love him, but God has revealed it to us by his spirit. So in other words, man of God, woman of God that have been journeying, Continue to fix your eyes on Jesus. Because if you haven't gone home to be with him yet, he has still got more for you. You don't even know. You can't even see. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. No mind can conceive conceive what God has prepared for those that love him. But the spirit of God will reveal to you what he has for you. And where your place is in this hour please don't get me wrong I'm not saying that we should disregard all that is going on but what I am saying is the Holy Spirit will lead and guide each person on their personal journey of faith to do what they need to do in this hour and each person's walk with the Lord and what they do and don't do is critical to the body Amen? Amen. Let's turn to Hebrews 11. Very familiar. The Word of God is living. And so I just pray right now that it would just breathe life into our personal situations and minister to us even as we go through the Word with looking at familiar scriptures because that's how good God is it'll just it'll breathe fresh manna amen so here we are in Hebrews 11 we know this scripture it says um, it says now faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what we do not see Verse 3 says, by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. In other words, the circumstances that we find ourselves in right now do not have to be the end of our story. That's what faith is. Amen? Amen. Your faith Listen to this. Your faith has the ability to activate the miracle of God that God already set in motion for you. Isn't that what the word says? That he predestined. He already knows. He wrote your story from the beginning to the end. He's got miracles in motion for you. And your faith is going to be what activates those miracles. We're going into deep water. somebody say I am a miracle in motion motion. you're a miracle in motion or you have a miracle in motion claim it this is what verse 6 says of the same chapter and without faith it is impossible To please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. I want to encourage someone this morning to diligently seek the Lord. You've been walking with him. You know the Lord. You come to church every Sunday. You open his word. I'm talking to people of faith. I know it. But God wants somebody to know that he's 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 there and he wants you to diligently seek him. He has a promise for you. He says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's good stuff. That is good news. Amen. I've come to such a, we, we've we four kids later, my, my fourth kid is almost four. And um, we just kind of come to a rhythm in our life. You know, it's just a little bit easier with Elisha being almost four. And so at night after, you know, they're into the, they got the bedtime routines down and everything. And so when we get the kids down for bed about 8.45, it's such... It's such a sweet time for me. I I make sure I'm all ready for bed and then it's like it's like I'm a little girl going going to get tucked in and get read to bed or something. I get all ready for bed and then I jump in bed because I know my husband's he's done his thing with the kids and he did, you know, whoever he's putting to bed and so he goes out in the living room and he spends some time with the Lord and so I want to make sure that I jump in bed and I spend my time with Abba, Father. That I diligently seek him for the strength, for the filling up of my vessel. And I want to make sure I get all my time to myself before he comes in and, you know, he's done with his time. I encourage you to diligently seek the Lord. If you're taking notes, write this down. What you go through will test your faith. We know that. But your relationship with God will deepen your faith. That is gold. What you go through will test your faith. But your relationship with God will deepen your faith. Turn with me to John 11. This is another very familiar story in the Gospels. The death of Lazarus, John chapter 11. You guys doing okay? Yes. This is the death of Lazarus, and Lazarus has two sisters, Mary and Martha. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, a village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary whose brother Lazarus now lay sick was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Okay, so Mary and Martha, they had a relationship with, with Jesus. Just like many of you all of us just like all of us have a relationship with Jesus. You talk to him, you commune with him, you obey him. You live in the benefits and the blessings of being his child. So you so you you have a relationship with them with Jesus. That's how Mary and Martha was. They had a relationship with Jesus. Um, they ate with him, they fellowshiped with him in their own homes, right? And so their brother is sick, and they sent word for him, for Jesus to come, quick. Well, Jesus comes four days late. Four days late. When someone's dead, that's like late, late, Right? So how many, and I thought, man, how many times have we looked at our situation, and Pastor Tyler was just talking about this, with the natural eye and said, boy, God, are you late? You are like late, late. Okay, this is what happens when he shows up, when he finally shows up. And from what I understand, he wasn't really that far Like it didn't, it didn't take him four days to get there. It just took him four days to get there, right? So he gets there and verse 21, it says, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had just been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And for some of you, the Lord has told you something, and you still don't believe. And I want this, I believe this is supposed to minister to someone this morning. Believe what it is God told you. You you serve a God that can be trusted believe him jesus said to her your brother will rise again okay and this is what she says martha says i know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day jesus said to her this is my favorite of all favorites i am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me will live even though he dies and whoever lives and believes in me will never die do you believe do you believe may this be a day marked in history that you walk out these doors and you say yes Lord today whatever you said I believe I walk in a deeper level of faith today stretch me Lord stretch me Lord I believe trust in the Lord with all of your heart not some of your heart today is a day that the Lord is saying would you just trust me with all all your heart. I got you. So Martha had a relationship with him and her faith was being deepened. Remember what you go through will test your faith, but your relationship with God will deepen your faith. So you see how martha's faith was being deepened well same thing with mary her faith was being um, deepened so martha had a moment with jesus and then she runs off and go gets her sister mary so then mary comes and when mary reaches the place where jesus was and saw him she fell at his feet also and said lord if you had been here my brother would have not died When Jesus saw her and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit. And then if you drop down to verse 35, it says Jesus wept. And this is what the Lord told me about this section. He said, "When you are in a when you are in a close relationship with him, when you're leaning in, to the presence of god you realize the compassion that god has for you and for your situation he wept because of mary and martha and his relationship with them and his relationship with lazarus he connected with them he had empathy he had compassion with them And when you're close to jesus in your relationship you will not believe the lie that god is not there he's 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 not a part of your situation he he left you you won't believe those lies just like it is just like we see here you'll be like what why did i even think that my god is my God loves me. He, he's very aware of my situation. And he's not late. He's on time. He's going to do what he said he was going to do. I'm going to go ahead and let him be God and I'll be me. Amen. Because he wants to deepen our faith. You know, he, God is so good that even through all this, John 11 verse 40 It says, then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? Because what happened is he told them, take away the stone. I kind of went up ahead. First, he tells them, take away the stone. But, Lord said, Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there are bad, there is a bad odor for he has been there four days. so how 's that we first Jesus is late, but then when he shows up, we want to tell him how to do it. <laughs> Shame on us, right oh but lord, you, you go you better go ahead and you know do it this way, or you better close the deal this way, or you better Whatever, you plug in your own. But in God's mercy and in His grace, this is what He said to Martha. Did I not tell you that if you would just believe? In other words, if you would just trust me with all of your heart, you would see the glory. So in other words, God is telling us, it, did I not tell you that I was going to put my hand on that house? And if you just continue your your relationship with me, then guess what? It's going to get deep. And then it's going to get deep enough to where when I test your faith, it's going to be strong. It's going to be able to pass the test. You're going to get refined. You're going to look a lot more like Jesus on the other side. Amen? But in his mercy and his grace, don't he still show up? Even when we're trying to tell him what to do, we still get the truck. We still get the house. We still get to gather. Amen. So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you have sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face Jesus said to them take off the grave clothes and let him go wow wow Jesus says I'm doing a work in you and I want to deepen your faith and he said you know what it's less about comfort and more about clay I was like what less about comfort and more about clay because remember we sing you are the potter and I am the clay mold me and make me I pray but when it gets hard is it really still our prayer yes I believe it is for you and I because I believe that we are maturing in Christ so it's less about our comfort and more about how God is molding us to look a little bit more like him in a really dark time. Amen. Amen. May we have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of God wants to do in and through us. And this is what the Lord convicted me about. He said, "Tash." May you be someone that instead of praying away what you're going through, pray through it. Because it's an opportunity for your faith to be tested, for your faith to be deepened. And I believe that we are a people that want to go deeper with God. We're not here just for the goodies and we're here to perform his will. Amen. And so let me just close with this. I, um, Acts chapter 6, verse 5, um, talks about a man named Stephen who was selected to join the leadership team along with the 12 apostles. Okay, this is during the early church. And they, they actually selected seven men to be helpers. But what they said about Stephen is what um, literally brought me to tears. It says, let me just go to it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, chapter 6. It says, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit may we be a church full of faith and the holy spirit we need the holy spirit but boy does god want to deepen our faith we thank you lord